to your arrest. So, you know, um, we have to read you your advice rights, okay? On January the 31st, 2018, Marla, a 65-year-old mother, and her son Rishi, who was 32, were found dead in their house in Northern Virginia. You are viewing now the official body cam footage from when the police entered the house. Hey. Oh, let me just hold here. Let me clear it around the corner here. I'm, I'm coming through. Sheriff's office! Alright, I gotta check this pantry back here. Do you guys finish up here? Police say they responded to the house after a co-worker of Marla said she did not show up for work that week. Testimony during the trial presented to the court provided that Welsh was with Rishi on January the 29th and that Brian K. Welsh, the suspect in this interrogation, owed Rishi money for a narcotics transaction. Now as you can see, this case was given to me on 9 separate CDs. Unfortunately, I learnt that it is part video and then part only audio. Normally, all my interrogations are in video. This just happens to be in two parts. Just so you know, in February of 2021, after a 16-day trial, Brian was found to be guilty on two counts of first-degree murder and two counts of using a firearm as a felon. 
Um, before we ask you any questions, you must understand your rights. You have the right to remain silent. If you remain silent, your silence cannot be used against you in court. Anything you say can be used against you in court. You have the right to consult with a lawyer and, have, and to have the lawyer with you during questioning. If you cannot afford a lawyer, one will be provided for you by the state. If you decide to answer any questions without a lawyer present, you will have the right to stop answering at any time. Use your initial. All those things that I just read to you. So I'll read you the warrants. I just need to know if you're willing to talk to us. And again, at any time you can stop. But if you're willing to talk to us now and we start reading and we start talking about stuff, that's your option. This form just advises you of your rights, mm -hmm. that you understand your rights. So I can stop talking at any time and say, yeah. Yes. So do you remember when you came in here um, at the end of February when you talked to myself and Detective Brinsley? Um, do you remember that day we gave you the laptop? Yeah, we turned it to you. Okay. Do you remember what he had said to you? No. <clears throat> Different conversations and stuff that we were going to be sending stuff to the lab. Sure. Okay. Do you remember what he said? Something about. Forensic DNA testing, uh, something wrong something. Okay. So he had told you clearly we had sent evidence from the homicide to the lab, right? And he said, clearly this was your chance. We wanted to talk to you. We wanted to hear your side of the story, hear what happened that day. Um, but if evidence comes back from the lab with any type of DNA or any other type of evidence pointing towards you, the conversations would be a little different. Do you remember that? Okay. So we got a phone call today from the lab. And we have evidence now linking you to the homicides. What is the evidence? Uh, shell casings and the gun. And the gun and shell casings. Mm-hmm. A gun you had that day on you, the day of the homicide, and shell casings that were found at the scene after Rishi and Mala were killed. DNA. They came from your gun. What gun is this? A Browning 22. That's not my gun. That's not your gun? Whose gun is it? That would be my father's gun. Okay. 
and you had it in your possession? At one point. Okay. When did you have yeah, it in your possession? Camera. Okay. When did you have that in your possession? I can't remember the exact dates. Well, I can tell you one day you had it in your possession. Which was? January 29th. I assume that was the day that she was on Monday? Yes. Okay. We know you had it in your possession. So the day we believe that they're killed, you had the gun that killed them. It's, I, didn't even, I didn't carry that. So. What do you mean you don't carry a gun? I, didn't, I, oh, I had no reason to have a gun with me. I like was I sold all of, was getting rid of all of my guns. I had like an arsenal of guns that I got from my father or from whatever and sold almost all of them. You sold them all except for the Brian. No one, the Brian was worth like 45 bucks. But the point being, it was in your possession the day they were killed. And there are ballistics for this gun showing that it was a gun used to kill Richard's mom. Yes. This isn't us examining the gun. It isn't me would, or Detective Perry. This was I sent would, to the lab. I would love to see the results. I guess I didn't agree. Look, I'm not a violent person. I have three children I take care of, and I'll stay in life. I have no history of anything. Why the hell would I kill Rishi and his mother? He was my friend slash regular, but they were both very nice people, and I would have no reason, no motive to hurt either of them. I mean, I am not a violent person. I've never been, I've never done anything. Never, I mean, never, I have any record. Why, would, why the hell would I kill Rishi, who was not only my friend, but a good person, and his mother, who had already been through enough shit in her life? I'm not here to jam you up. I'm not here to take you off to jail. I'm not here to do any of that, all right? But we're trying, you, you know we're investigating. You know why we keep talking to you. You... Were potentially the last person that was seen with Rishi on the 29th. So we need you to be honest with us, okay, and give us all the information that you have. And I'm not saying that you haven't, but with your wife being at the house on Saturday, and then again at the house yesterday with your kids running back and forth, there's probably some information that you would tell from because you probably didn't want them to hear about. Or hear sure. hear about you spending stuff or buying stuff you shouldn't have been buying. That's, so we need to go through. I want to sit down and go, and that's why I wanted to do it here. So we're out of your house and you got feel free. This is an open conversation and you can feel comfortable telling us everything you can. And just like the other people we've spoken to, we're not here to jam you up. We're not going to go get warrants for you know your drug use or or anything like that. We're here for one sole purpose and as to figure out what the hell happened. To your friend, okay. You know, I have a couple of questions that I want to follow up with you about, okay. And we'll take we'll take it from there. So I already know from talking to you that you were at Rishi's house on the 29th. You guys went to the bank, okay. And that's where the night before too. Right. I'm not. Let's cover what I want to cover first, and then we'll get to that. So. You go to the bank on 
29th. What was your purpose of going to the bank? I was riding with Rishi. Mm-hmm. Carlos was owed Rishi money. Mm-hmm. If that's under, if that's Carlos' name, Carlos owed Rishi money. Um, I actually really had nothing to do. I was waiting to go pick up my kids from my in-laws, um, which is where I went after uh, Rishi's. Uh, they live uh, off of uh, West Oxford in uh, Oak Hill. So we went. I got to Rishi's right at about 9.30. Mm-hmm. Carlos showed up pretty much at the exact same time. I had parked on the side, side of the street um, and Carlos parked right in front of the driveway uh, by his mailbox. So you parked along the side? Yeah. And Carlos parked there? Right, right in front of his house, right by the mailbox. Did, who went into the house first? Carlos went in first. Okay. And then you followed? Yeah, and Carlos went through the front door. I went to the basement, that's where I would always, we should always film me because that's, I guess, his little cave room, basement. So Carlos went to the front and you went to the back? Uh-huh. And you were over there just to hang out? No, he owed me, on the night prior, he had asked if he could borrow $600. And did you ask him what the 600 bucks was for? No, it was for, it's for, it was for, it was for him because he owed, he had to, whoever he got his 30 milligram oxys from would front him like however many at the time, I don't know. <clears throat> So it could, I don't know how many, ever, really ever, anywhere from fifty to. So you on Sunday you funded him six hundred bucks. Yeah, and then and the six hundred bucks was to pay back somebody. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was to pay whoever he gets loose from. Carlos was there. I'm pretty sure he bought Adderall for Rishi. So. You seen the transaction? Yeah. So your intention on Monday was to hang out with Rishi? No, I was just, he was supposed to give me money back. Right. He went, Sunday night, he went, he was supposed to have gone to do whatever he, he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that I could come by first thing Monday morning. Mm-hmm. And he would pay me back. So I was waiting around. I didn't think my, all three of my kids were at my in-laws. Um, so right at about 9.45, Rishi 
said, okay, let's go to the bank and we're deciding if we're all going to go together or separately or whatever. And I said, I didn't really have, I had some time to kill, so I was just riding with Rishi. Mm-hmm. And Carlos said he had to get somewhere, so he took his own car. So we all got to the bank right before 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got out of the car. We reached took some weird back way to the bank that I, we beat Carlos there by like five minutes. Rishi mm-hmm. uh, asked, said he was going to go to settle on these cigarettes mm-hmm. and cappuccinos and said, go see if the bank is open. So I got out and the bank was not open yet. He pulled in out of Bernard 11 to the right side of Bank of America. I went back to his car. Carlos pulled up 10 seconds later and I said, the bank's not open yet. We smoked a cigarette. I drank, I started drinking my frappuccino. They were bullshitting. I was looking on my phone for job hunting and Carlos went into the bank, mm-hmm. came back out a couple minutes later, gave Rishi a lot of cash. I'm not sure how much. Um, Carlos said he had to go. Rishi said that he had to go. So Carlos left. I don't know wherever he had to go. Rishi and I went back to his house. Um, he said he, he got a phone call from I, to this guy, whoever this guy is, and said he he. So the phone call is after the bank. He had he had a couple of phone calls. I just always give him phone calls. He phone calls all the time. On mm-hmm. um, he got a phone call before we left, or he was on the phone. I can't remember if if he made the call or if the call came in, mm-hmm. but he was talking to his guy saying that he was coming to meet him or whatever. But they're supposed to meet up. So when we got back to Rishi's house, he gave me this is hundred dollars back. But then he asked me if he could borrow. He went in his bedroom. I never left his like living room area. His couch and a little table in his basement. And uh, he came out of his bedroom and gave me six hundred dollar bills. And asked that he started counting a stack of cash he had and said he's $200 short. Then asked if he could borrow $200. Mm-hmm. And I said, No, my wife will kill me. Right. And he's like, All right, it's fine. I'll make it. I'll figure it out. And he's like, Said something along the lines of, uh, I've been short before and whatever. I'll make it work. So, yo, so whatever, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll make it work. Um, I told him the one time where he, I guess he was short. So before he actually got a job at Amazon, I mean, that's what he'd been doing since his brother, I guess, passed away, was selling drugs. Mm-hmm. I just met Rishi. Eight months ago, I guess, right. or so, through my friend Kalen. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
management. So I said, I can give them the $200. My wife called or texted both actually. And she said, can you go pick up the kids when you on your, your way home? Uh, what time was that? Uh, it was like right, right before 11. Cause I texted my mother-in-law saying I'd be there before noon. And I got to their house at like 11, 15 or 11, 20. <clears throat> so Rishi, I, I left through the back, like always. And I said, I'll pitch you up later. He said, okay. He said he was going to, oh, he had a box with him that he said he needed to mail something. And he said he had to go to Home Depot. And he said, do you want to come? And I said, no, I got to go get my kids away from home. Or my life's going to be us. So I left. Game five said, catch you later. I'll hit you up. And he said he was going to be in the hospital, probably sleeping there again, stay with dad. Um, that's the last time that I saw him. And I texted him that later that afternoon. What number did you text him on? Whatever knew his phone. We just gone to the mall the other previous day together to the Apple store um, to, to get his uh, his new phone because his iPhone had been broken. That's the text message back here. Yeah. Hey, because you got a lot of text messages and stuff with him. Is there any deleted messages with him? Um, that might be helpful. I. It's possible. I do. They, I had to definitely delete text messages between the high stuff in your life. Yeah. What? So, so, so she the, found she. Okay. So I had. I had. The reason that I'm asking is, is a lot of times those messages that are deleted, we can recover them, and I can do that now while we're talking. If you allow me to dump your phone. And here's the thing. We're not, whatever we find in there is to help us with our homicide investigation. And I mean, it's not to jam you up. Yeah, no, to I totally understand. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'll do whatever. I don't. Are you okay with that? I mean, I want you guys to help. I want to help do whatever, so sure. I mean, how much batteries do you have? Is it is 65%. Yours, is yours locked or anything? Is it a key code? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, my son printer. Can you can you disable that long enough? And turn it back on when I get when I bring it back to you. Is that your main phone? Yeah, it's my it's my own phone. Do you have a burner phone? Yeah. Um, not a. You can keep it three colors. Yeah, I don't need those. I'm trying to disable that thing. Yeah, I'm not it's sure what it is. You want me to tell you my code and just tell you the code? Well, you can do all the pen number two. I could uh, just. Four, six, so four, six one, four. Okay, I just. I just um, wait. Yeah, it's four, six one, four. Okay, that's good. That's fine. You get it back to you, sir. So, so let's go back to closets. So we, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I spoke to Carlos, and Carlos says that he's seen you before at Ishi's house. And that wasn't the first time that you all. Yeah, seen no, it was, I don't. It, I don't think it was the first time that I saw Carlos. It was okay. maybe like the third. Four times, yeah. possibly. You know uh, Ronald DeAngelis? It's the weird coincidences that I had. Liz and uh, Alexandra? Yeah. What were you buying from this year? He wasn't. Oh. Be honest, man. Please. Okay. Like frequently? Uh well I had I have Yeah. I have legitimate I blew up my back. I Dude, I'm not worried about that. I yeah. just want to know what the frequency is. Like, how often were you over there buying stuff? How much were you buying at a time? Was it a lot? Uh, like five or ten. Five to ten at a time? And how much are you paying for those? Like, forty-five. A piece? A pill? Yeah. And we're not going to go back and tell your wife on that. So she, like, she had already found out. They saw, like, <laughs> that's, she... Whatever we're talking about yeah. here is between us. I mean, I'm not going to call your wife and say, hey, guess what? You know, Brian told me. I mean, so, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get you out of the house. Yeah, so I you actually. can open up to us and explain everything to us. Her and I had a coming clean of how I fucked up. Now. Because I, <laughs> we had a separate savings account that was from my 401k from 
the job that I had for like most of my career, uh-huh. 10 years. And uh, she didn't know that I actually had, I wasn't supposed to touch that part of our savings. Yeah. And I spent like 18 grand. I went from how like $28,000 to $6,000. So you spent $18,000? Yeah. How long, how short of a time you spent? Like a year. All on blues? Yeah. Blues or OCs? They're, the, they're just a 30 milligram um, oxycodone. You have no idea where he was getting this stuff from? No. He wouldn't ever tell. He, would, he was very secretive about who his guy was. And... So what was really, well, when I was like, this is this weird coincidence, I was, like, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And it, it occurred to me that I had never, I'm not a Facebooker. I, I'm some, I love Instagram for some reason. So I don't go on Facebook very much. And after you guys left the, the last time, I went on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and I saw that we had three people that we were connected with. Uh-huh. One was Caitlin, how I met him. Yeah. The other one was an old co-worker of mine, Anthony Kim, who worked at Front Point Security uh-huh. with me for two years. And the other one was uh, Jessica Capel, her last name is now Cott. K-O-T-T. Caitlin McCarthy, who's the other dude? Anthony Kim. Ken. Yep. And then what's the other girl? Um, Jessica Cott. K O T C H. Is her new married. Okay. So I reached out. I had, it, was, it was just so weird because I was, I was actually reaching out to Tony Anthony because I wanted to use him as a word reference. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that he was friends with Risha, I just I made mean, all the text you saying like, I was like, how did, how did you, I was like, this is crazy, how do you know Rishi? I was like, I'm going to call you. So we talked, and when we worked at Front Point, that's when I had my back surgery. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started having an addiction to pain. And I had one of our other coworkers, he was someone who was an ex-Marine who was also had was an opiate who'd gone through rehab and stuff. And he he asked Tony one time if he could get stuff. And Tony actually in the text message that he said he's, he's like, that's who I would have gotten him from. If he said he actually said, Do you remember the time that I got you them? But I don't think he actually ever got them for me. If he did, he got them for the guy Ben. Because he always told me that he wouldn't get them for me. So I think he just was remembering Ben here. But it's just very weird, very weird coincidence that so they were friends from high school, I guess. And um 
I guess there, she had seen him last, she said, about a year ago. Anthony seen Rishi about a year ago? Yeah. And I asked Anthony about Carlos, and I asked him about the the guy who always sleeping on his floor. He said he thought his name was Tim, and he said Tim and Carlos were both like old friends, good friends of Rishi's. And yeah. we're, yeah, but I don't, that, that's who he, when I brought a guy sleeping on Rishi's floor, mm-hmm. and he said it's a tall, lanky white guy. And I was talking about the white truck. Um, he said that they were, that Carlos and if that was it, that, and if Tim was this guy, that they were like old, old school friends from their old crew in, in high school. So you never, on Monday, you never went with Rishi to Home Depot or? I left and went, he said he's going to do his thing. And I went and picked up my kids and I went home. Was uh, Caitlin buying stuff from Rishi? Caitlin and Rishi had their own, I mean, they've known each other for years and years. I don't, they, Caitlin never had a job, so uh, I'm pretty. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what exactly they did together. If they like swap, things or bought things from each other. Swap things. Yeah, mm-hmm. like because they both had they both had doctors. They went to like she. She got a ton of Adderall that. But he didn't take it. He said he hardly ever took it. He, and he pretty much sold mm. all. But those were the scripts that he got from an actual doctor. The blues he was getting from whoever. I mean, me and Caitlin were at talking, trying to figure out. And like I said, that's when she said, you told me you guys talked to Jeremy, right, in jail. And if anyone, if we thought that Jeremy would know who it was. How often do you talk to Caitlin? I, I haven't talked to her much. Like, did you talk to her on Monday? And you don't know who this uh, Ronald guy is? I've never heard of Ronald. The 703 300 phone number? What's your wife's phone number? 703 362 3604. And is your dad's name Robert Welsh? So you have no idea who this Ronald DeAngelis is. Did Rishi ever use your phone to make phone calls? Did you ever make phone calls on Rishi's behalf? Yeah. If Rishi didn't have any blues, would he ever point you into somebody that he he knew that would have stuff? Or did he always have stuff? He pretty much always did. Whoever 
I mean, he was like, whoever he was, he get, was getting them from was going like, He's going somewhere all like constantly. He's like every other day. Rishi was going back and forth with this guy. And you know not how? Because Rishi told me. I mean, he, and he'd always call me and ask if I needed any. So he was making runs every other day. I mean, yeah, it was like, yeah, every two, three. Yeah, two, three days. He'd run back and forth to that guy. That's a big up for supply. Yeah. How much was he buying their time? That's a, he was getting He told me that the guy was frightening to him because he was whoever it is is someone who was friends with his brother. And the couple times that he came up short, and it was because he was doing them too. That the guy was leaning on him because he was old school friends with his brother. But there were a couple of times where. I told you he had like a big ass mark on his forehead on the side of his face that he said was rug burn, getting pulled by his dog, which kind of like bullshit. And it looked like he got fucking hit with something. And he said, No, I fell. Like he said, Cal, you pulled me, I tripped or something. And it was rug burn. Um, but I didn't push it or ask anything more. How was he acting on Monday? He was acting nervous, and he was really fucked up on... He had a thing for Xanax, and was like... Like, I didn't realize he was that screwed up when I got in the car with him, and I was actually a little nervous driving with him. And... He seemed... I mean, he was all fucked up because of his dad, and he just got fired from Amazon, and he was uh, he was not in a good state, and he was like, I don't know, he was irritable, and he was... Was he treating you like shit? No, he never treated me like shit. He was always... Did he have a daughter? He didn't. I don't know. We clicked for some reason. You ever treat Carlos like shit? I don't know if I'm treat anyone like shit. I mean, he was like actually like super nice. He was like one of the nicest. No, he never treated anyone. I never saw him like yell and who. I never he he'd like not direct his anger towards any anyone. Was there ever a conversation on Monday where either you asked Rishi, hey, did you call your boy? Or Rishi asked you, did you make contact with your boy? I mean, he was talking. I'm pretty sure that's who he was talking to. And he was saying that he was going to meet him. Was it directed to you? No, no. When he was when he was on the phone, he was like saying, "I'm coming," or I'm, "I'll be there soon." I'll be there within an hour. But he never asked you, "Hey, Brian, did you make contact with so and so?" 
or you asked, hey, Rishi, did you make contact with so-and-so? I mean, I never, I never got, he would tell me if he would text me or call me and say, do you, do you, so. Say that again? He would text or call me and ask, like, if I needed any release. Right. But he never told you where he was going to get the stuff. It was always, my life's telling you where I meet him. Where you would meet Yeah, where, so, he, he always, he hated driving. He was just, I guess, he just hated going out. So he would, I'd almost always go to his house to get stuff. Mm-hmm. But when he was on his way, it was usually late at night, like 10 later in the, like later in the night that he said, he called me coming from his guy's place. And he said, and he said, if you won't, if you don't want him to come over to my house, I'll meet you at that hotel where that cracker barrel mm-hmm. is off 28. On what side? The side of the gas station or the other side? The other side. Cracker barrel side. Yeah. Like in the, in that hotel parking lot. And how often was this? How often would you meet him over at this hotel? I'd say less than a dozen that actually that we we actually would meet. When's the last time you met him? Did he say where, like, was he coming north on 28 or was he going south on 28? I mean, why was that area convenient? Did you ever ask? You know, like, because, he, I mean, he said, I'm coming back from Duke, picking up. And that was the way he was driving home, was going from wherever, coming from that way on 28. And since my house is, is off frying pan, he would ask me to meet him there because that was on his way to back to his house from wherever he was meeting his guy. You don't know where it was that he was coming from? And you know, and he would, I'm assuming, or do you know if he's going to the guy's house? Or is he meeting the I, guy? I thought he was going to the dude's house. I mean, it sounded like it was someone he was like. I mean, obviously you can do it for a long time, and he's, uh, that's. Then he said he was old school friend with his brother. I feel like you're holding back a little bit, man. I'm good. Uh, listen, don't just relax, all right? I get it. I completely get it. All right? Sounds like some of these cats that Rishi was dealing with are some bad dudes. All right? That's, that's, like, 
you, you know the most about Rishi's business. Okay? And I think there's a little more. And I understand if you're hesitant to give it up. I was telling him, I just, the, the, the biggest thing was that I spent a fucking shitload of our savings, me and my wife's savings. And she found out because I spent, what did I say? 18, 18 grand, grand in about a year. And uh, one of my coworkers, she's a, she's a receptionist. She, uh, she just had, she's like a bunch of, she had knee surgery, she had a hernia, and she was, told me she was a month late on her rent. So, I pulled out a thousand dollars from my savings to give to her to pay for her rent. And, uh, <laughs> that, that put me over the six withdrawals you can make from a savings account in a month for whatever government regulations. And my wife got an email from the bank saying that. And she said it had to do with withdrawing savings, money from our savings account. And uh, I had to tell her, you know, I fucking spent $18,000 of our savings on. And uh, that didn't go very well. But, uh, I mean, with Rishi, everything, I honestly, everything that I know, I told you, I don't, I, I bought a shitload of blues from him. Like, fucked up my jobs, didn't I? But, you know, I don't, I can't, I don't know, I can't, I can't think of anyone, or no, I mean, I reached out to, like, everyone, I found out, I was talking to Jessica and Tony, and Tony told me that there was a lot of really bad guys that, I mean, Caitlin said it too, that there was a couple of really creepy guys that they saw Rishi with that were, like, why are you dealing, because he's, he was just nice, he was like, I mean, for someone who's a drug dealer, he wasn't like, like, he didn't, he wasn't like a bad guy. He was like a good guy. So that, that 18 grand that you spent for yourself, did you, was that all for, did you pay Rishi that? I mean, is that who you bought it from? All of it? No. Some of it was from Caitlin's boyfriend, Jeremy Vaughn, who is in jail. You bought from him? You bought from Jeremy? Prior to Rishi? Or like that's, how I, that's how I met Rishi. This was at Jeremy's house. So where was Jeremy? Was, where was Jeremy getting his stuff from? Rishi? No, they were. I don't. I, I don't know. No, that's. They actually had one of the first. When I first met Rishi, 
Jeremy and Rishi had a falling like Jeremy got mad because he thought Rishi was stealing me as a customer and taking away his whatever his pocket and Jeremy got he set himself on fire spraying some shit in his basement because of that no no he was oh, it was an accident it was an accident it was an accident he was spraying and kills stuff to mm-hmm. steal some crack, and it was in his, where the water heater was in the basement, and he was in the Washington Burn Center. Mm-hmm. And I was at his house to pick Caitlin up to take her, and he was taking her forever, like literally eight hours, because she was all fucked up, dude, and she was like, on a bunch of annex, and that's when she called Rishi over because I said I couldn't. I was like, "It's going to be too late. I'm not going to drive her into DC after rush hour." Mm-hmm. And that's the first time that I met Rishi, and Rishi and I like we ended up sitting out there for like an hour, like we smoked a pack of cigarettes. That first first day we met like, waiting around for Caitlin to get her shit together. How the hell did you get on the conversation with Phyllis? How did you figure out who was selling? The who? Rishi. Oh! That's actually how... <laughs> that's why... <laughs> that's why Caitlin called Rishi over. Jeremy was in the hospital, and Jeremy <laughs> is someone who is an opiate addict, too. And whoever he was getting shit from. There's a lady, there's a lady in D.C. Rita, same as his mother's name. And, and, uh, and that's who Jeremy was getting shit from. So Jeremy, Jeremy was... Jeremy was buying pills from somebody in D.C.? He, he had a doctor that he was going to, oh. to and he, so he got his own strip, and then he'd also get them from this lady, some old black lady in D.C. And Caitlin called Rishi over because Jeremy was in the hospital mm-hmm. and they weren't, I mean, he was all burned up and they were giving him like nothing compared to what he was normal used to taking. And Caitlin had done all of his Jeremy's blues right. sitting at home. So she was supposed to be bringing Jeremy his own stuff, but she had done them all. Mm-hmm. So, Caitlin, I mean, I was new world, and she lived Jeremy's Jeremy's girlfriend for, like, she called Rishi over to buy blues from Rishi. And, uh, Jeremy, she, she was on, I was on the phone with Jeremy at the hospital, and I was telling him, like, what was going on, and he was like, tell her, absolutely do not give Rishi 
my money because Rishi apparently owed Jeremy money. There, there were like, ah, oh, it's just so bad. So I don't want to help. I feel bad, like, like, I guess I'm ratting people. You're ratting on I mean, you're not ratting on anybody. I, I, I feel like, yeah. Whatever information you tell us in here, is between us. I mean, we're not going to go out and say, oh, that's your snitch line. That's not how it works. So you're not ratting on anybody. We just need you to be honest with us. So give us the information that can help us hopefully lock her up. Yeah. Do this. So you need to just come clean. So, right? I mean, I, I, am, I am telling you, that's how I met Rishi and Jeremy. Dumbass, he got, he was on probation and he had gotten a bunch of guns from somewhere and that's why he was in jail. And that's when I met Rishi, that's how Rishi became my guy that I was getting stuff from. Because your original guys locked up now. Yep. Um, and, but Rishi now like also, like, like we became like actual it sounds stupid, right? Because I mean, my wife's always saying that too. Like, Jeremy's not your friend; you're fucking drug dealer. You know, there's. But Jeremy was also someone who knew my father-in-law, my my, my wife from like from like Ann. Yeah. And your dad lives in Locust Grove. Yeah. And uh, so Jeremy got locked up, and Rishi and I. I mean, they're just a different breed of people. They're, I mean, Jeremy was like, like thug life guy that never, you know, he never had a real job. He was a smart guy, but he was like gangsterish. Like he was always talking about fucking people up and being a badass. Rishi? No, Jeremy. Rishi was like super nice and like. Actually, I always appreciate it. I was like, I wish I had met you instead of Jeremy. He's like, well, you never met Jeremy. You never met me. But Rishu, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know who, I don't know. I can't think. I don't, I've asked every button I can think of. Like, talk to everybody. I don't, I don't know. I can't. I don't know who the guy is that he was getting shit from. Or how, like, much. I mean, I mean, he asked me for money a few times. Like, Rishi? Yeah. Did you ever run stuff for him? No. Did you ever buy stuff for him to sell to other people? No. I never bought. I never. It's always in you. Did anybody ever ask you if you had a point of contact that you gave them Rishi's information? So you said you don't know Ron, Ronald or Ron DeAngelis? 
Ronnie. That's what I'm talking fucking about. Fucking Ronnie. Oh my yeah. God. Now we're on the right page. Ronnie is my... I didn't hear he was off me. It's funny. That's my father-in-law's whatever buddy that lives right down the street from my in-laws. And I was the little... The little uh, flower shop. And his parents own Burt, whatever, Burt Garden. Gardens, whatever. But Ronnie, yeah, Ronnie didn't. Ronnie never met Rishi. Ronnie didn't. So he owns a flower shop? Yeah. It's right off of West Fox Road. Who Ronnie does? Yeah. What was the name of it? It's like Burt. It's a. His parents own a big flower, whatever, shop type place. I think it's called Burt Garden. Burt Bert Garden Center or something. Veronica is. <laughs> my my father in law. After I had surgery on my back, I had my L5S1 blown out and I had surgery. My father-in-law is the one who gave me my first blue ever. Um, and he's a software sales guy. I would go and help him do his expenses. And uh, that's actually that's what got me fucked up and started. Well, like stamps, actually stamps, right? So that's that's that that's how I know that's how I know Ronnie. Ronnie is lives literally. Are you good friends with him? Um we became friends through my father in law. Are you good friends with him? I mean I would say we're you talk to him a lot? Yeah, I mean, yes, no, on and off. What did you have to say to him on the 29th at 923? Probably asked him if he wanted Anything. Would he call you to get stuff? Be both, both ways. So you would buy some money? He has some old man who he knows that gets. Right, but would you buy stuff from Ronnie? Sometimes. And would Ronnie buy from you? Yeah, I guess, yeah. I, yeah. I guess I was, we were, we were middlemaning it for each other. So you would also sell to Ronnie? Yeah, I middleman. 
and the stuff you were selling so long ago, you get. Appreciate. So in turn, you're selling for each. But I didn't really like. A lot of times, a lot of times, I actually lied to Ronnie because I didn't want to give any of them up. Right. It was more of, hey, I'm going to give something you wanted. Sometimes, because it depended on how many. Like, I mean, Rishi was. She moved a lot of them fast to people that, and he'd always be like, there's so many left, there's whatever I've got, this many left, I've got that many left. So, the last bunch that I got from Rishi was that Sunday night. Is that what the 600 bucks was for? That was what half of the 600 bucks was for. So you didn't have moment the 600 No, I, I, there was about 300 worth. There was. Before you answer that question, I want you to be honest, because I can see you trying to, you're stuttering. I, I, I guess I can't, I really care. So let's back up to the 600 bucks. You didn't was, loan Rishi, let me finish. You didn't loan Rishi $600. You bought stuff from him that cost six hundred dollars, correct? No, there's both. All right, let me hear. I I I had bought from him, and he asked to loan the money. So, how much money did you loan? Six hundred. And how much did you buy stuff for? Six hundred. So you spent you you gave him twelve hundred dollars on Sunday. So you bought six hundred in blues. How many poles is that? It's well, if they're forty-five bucks a pop, I'm it's, sure. Yeah, it, he's, he, he always talked to me the prices too. They could be anywhere from thirty bucks to fifty bucks, depending on how desperate he was for cash and how many of them he was doing himself. How many poles did you get that? Day? Twenty. Twenty. All right, that sounded about right. All right, so you bought six hundred dollars worth, and then he borrowed another six hundred bucks from you. Okay, so it was twelve hundred bucks all together, six hundred, which was agreed for him to pay you back. I want to get. I want to clear something up real quick. At the bank, Carlos comes out, hands Rishi money. Do you see the money? I saw him. Yeah, I saw him. How, how thick of a stack is it? Is it three thousand dollars worth? No. Okay, so you get back to Rishi's house, and that's where he gives you your six hundred, right? And you're saying he's got a, He's he's got a stack of cash. What does that stack look like? It's in his wallet. Is it more than what Carlos handed him? Yeah. So Rishi already had cash.
we're trying to clear some things up. I, I, so I, that's why I'm asking I, I, what you saw at the bank as opposed to what happened at the house. You know I, what I'm saying? Yep. I mean, I have a fucked up memory too from So you think Carlos only gave him a little bit of money? I mean, it was a couple hundred bucks, I think. What did you and Caitlin talk about in this hundred minutes? In the afternoon. Think about it. I mean, if I was, usually, if I was talking to Caitlin, you usually about Xanax. Would, would you go, would you buy Xanax from Rishi, from Caitlin? No. She doesn't drive, right? No, she doesn't drive. So would she ever have you pick up stuff from Rishi? No. She and I actually go to the same general practitioner doctor. Doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd give her. I, she didn't have a car. I would drive her to her doctor's appointments. But I never made transactions with. Between Rishi and Caitlin. Okay. And you're saying that you never. So. Pointed on anybody else to Rishi to, to buy from him. So if somebody were to ask you, hey man, where are you getting your stuff from? You know, there's only like my wife and Ronnie that had any idea that I was doing. Like when my best friend found out, and my brother found out, and my wife found out. It's a storm, but then all this other bad shit happened. Has Ronnie ever been out to Rishi's house? I mean, they've never, they never, I never let him meet. Rishi never wanted to meet anyone else. He never. Who's Stephanie? Stephanie Pakai is my wife's mom, my, my mother-in-law. That's your mother-in-law?
So after you left Rishi's house on Monday, you only you sent him a text from what you showed us on the phone. Why didn't you try to call him or reach out to him after you sent that text? I mean, I was fucked up on their. He's only going to the hospital, and there's, you know, from the last couple of days there when his dad was in the hospital, he wasn't really reaching out. And we weren't talking, and I mean, there were times where, we were like, literally, like, we were texting each other and calling each other, like, from the crack of dawn on. And then there were days where he'd disappear for a day or two, or. And. I mean, I just assumed he was in the hospital with his dad, and I had, you know, my couple of days supply, so. So you, you had 20 pills? How many you do at a time? Just one. One at a time. How many you do in a day? Three, four. Three, four a day. But I also have, I go to Newbridge buying pain and take methadone and have a prescription for 10 milligram oxycodone, so. You say you got a script for that? Yeah. 10 milligram? Yeah. The, the, the pills you get from Rishi, how many milligrams are those? 30. They're 30 milligrams? And how long was that? Was that your typical buying for Rishi was 20 pills at a pop? Uh, no, that was actually more than normal because I usually just. So, when my wife had originally found out that I spent our actual savings. I tried really hard to stop, but instead, I figured out that I could PayPal myself using my credit cards with two different PayPal accounts. And she'd set up so that you could, she would get a bank alert if I went to the ATM. So I'd always go into the bank to the teller and figure that, that she didn't get a text alert. So... I got laid off about exactly a week after Rishi got laid off. And my severance was like, it was my severance, barely severance. This is my, my, my last paycheck. And that's the only reason I even had like 20 of this all. Even. 1200 bucks at once is like a big chunk of change out of my bank account. That's the only reason I had that amount of cash was because I had just gotten like 6100 bucks when I got laid off. And I was just like him. I was fucking blown away, bummed that I lost my job. And so you stocked up because you knew you were going to be out? 
Where did you cast your check on? I didn't. It was during pause here. Where did you withdraw the check on? The, uh... Sunday night, I withdrew it from the bank right next to that same Bank of America, right by Rishi's house. Sunday. So you went over the, the, one, the money that I loaned, loaned him. Yeah. Yeah. You took twelve hundred out of his account. No, I took six hundred out of the ATM. Did your wife give it to her? She did. And she said, "Did you spend six hundred dollars for drugs?" And I said, "No, I was loaning it to it's, and he was supposed to pay me back." Mm-hmm. Where did you get the other six hundred to buy your clothes? I got it at the bank. Well, that's a Prior to that, the one by my house, because it opens at 9 o'clock in the morning. The one by his house. So, so I mean, when, when did you do that? Monday? Earlier in the week. I took out like 1200 bucks. We could look at my phone and my bank thing. It was, it, was, it was like right when I got laid off. I knew I was going to be fucked for a couple of days, so I, I took out, like, might have been 1500 bucks so, at once. So I I guess I'm a little confused because, so on the, from the 27th of January through the 29th, your phone contact with Rishi yeah. was pretty heavy. Yeah. 29 rolls around, you got your stuff, you leave Rishi's house, and the last contact you have with him was at 1241, and then there's been nothing since. And you even said to yourself that, I mean, you you would contact him religiously. Yeah, we did. We, I mean, but he was in the hospital, and my dad had a stroke, and right. like, and I heard on saw on the news when Jeremy's mom actually. What day did you see that? On the I, I didn't. I didn't even actually see it. It was Rita, Jeremy's mom, was the one who told me. I think that was on Wednesday. Who's American Company Incorporated? Uh, that's my like credit card slash. That's who my mom works for. So I had a, I had that's where my four hundred one k was, mm-hmm. and that's where I have a a visa from. And who do you? Who's your bank? Bank of America. Who's Barclays Bank? It's a like a loan. It's like I have like. A lot of debt that I accrued. But my mom was helping me. Like, I'm, I don't know, I'm an asshole because my mother's always been a, like the best. Those moms that are like TV moms, you like calculated everything to the penny and was always there to help us. Do you have a family that lives down here in Lyme? My brother lives in in, in Ashford. 
That's a Michael Welch. But he doesn't. He's shoot so bad. So who on the 29th you talked to Caitlin several different times? Oh, is, is that normal for you guys? Or was she looking to score something? I think she was. I think that was her trying to get a ride to the doctor. At night? At 6 o'clock at night? So my, my wife hated Caitlin. Yeah. Kind of. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, so, I mean, they, I don't even think that she ever met in person. But Caitlin would try to call me, and I'd ignore her a lot of times. And then sometimes I just, I mean, Jared, I think that, that Jeremy, I think that's who was just calling my phone. When we were, who, who did you get a call from when you sent Richie that text? Was it, what company was it that called? K-Force. And they called, they called you. And then that's when you sent Rishi a text. I talked to them early, yeah. Like, when I was picking up my kids, I got a call from a recruiter. Mm-hmm. And I was on the phone with them for a while. A while talking about whatever job description and jobs in general. And so I picked my kids up right around 12, 11 right, you know, like, and when I got home. What was your wife doing something about the morning of the 29th? She knew that I was going to get to making sure that I was getting the money from Rishi. Is that all success? Yeah, I mean, she called me at one point. I talked to her on the phone. And she said, make sure you get. She's like, just need to pick up the kids for mom so that she. I don't want mom coming over here. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. So we know that you were in the house on Monday? Yeah. This is another thing to rule you out, too. Obviously, I mean, you were in the house, so your fingerprints are going to show up in the house. Yeah. This is a DNA uh, kit, and all this is swabbed inside of your mouth. It takes your DNA and it pairs up the DNA and other things. And it's strictly used just for this case. Once this case is done, it gets tossed. It doesn't stay on record. Again, it's just to rule you out to say that you had no, you didn't do anything in the house that hurt Rishi or his mom. I don't think I'm fine with it. Okay. I call my wife because she's like freaking, I mean, I don't, I, I think. She so said, what, the, the reason for this is, is 
we we swab the house for DNA. Okay. We know you were in there. If we have yours and the, the what we swap, if DNA comes up on that, we can say, okay, this is yours. This was another person we knew that was in the house. This is another person, but this this that we got from the house, we don't know who that belongs to. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what this is for. I don't feel I think I'm fine with it. I mean I'm okay with it. I don't know I'm what gonna, I'm supposed to do. If I'm supposed to like, I don't know. Dude, you're not being accused of that. We're, we're not accusing you. What we're doing, we're using this as an elimination. Okay. That's what we're using it for. Okay. So right now, I think, I think since you've come here and sat in the office with us and you're away from your wife, you're being a little more open. You're being a little more honest. Okay. And, and I'm comfortable with that. This is just another tool we use that we can tell our bosses 100%. Look, we had nothing to do with Rishi getting killed. All right? Hey, we're not accusing you of anything. It's just to help us with our investigation. What you said in the beginning, you want to help us the best you can. I mean, I do. So, right. like I said, can I? Do you need to use a bathroom or anything? You hungry? Candy yeah. bar? You sure? Yeah, we went. There's a lot of dirt in this room now. I mean, you probably feel like I a big like I do. Poop, but you're not the worst that we've seen. And, you know, it's nothing. It doesn't, you know, we don't judge you. So just relax. Take a chill pill. You'll be all right. Like I said, I mean, you came here to talk to us. So, I mean, that's a huge thing for us. I mean, I wanted... No, I Did you ever, whenever you were at Rishi's house and you would leave, would you ever see any like strange vehicles in, in the area? Anybody like sniffing around the house? Anybody that he maybe said he was nervous about? The only guy is this guy that would make sure he had his money. But we don't know who that dude is. And he was with, he was talking to him on the phone. Pretty sure it was a 
get stuck using his burner for right a but while. And on Monday, what phone was he on? And it's like just if you went. I can't remember what day we went to the mall together when we got this new iPhone. So he was using both phones on Monday. But that conversation that he had with this other person about the money and all that other stuff, that was that that was on his burner phone? Yeah, he's yeah. He had stopped using his burner he didn't like for when he got when he got the real job at Amazon. Mm-hmm. He tried to slow his roll on the whole drug business. And we were both trying to kick the habit. Did his mom have any idea what was going on? I don't think so. She seemed so sweet. She seemed like a nice mom. We went out, we were talking about the Ronald McDonald Foundation setting up a thing for his brother. Mm-hmm. So you think whoever did this was pissed off at him for something? I can't, I can't imagine anyone, I can't imagine anyone to, Rishi was just nice, he was like such a fucking, good guy, he just wasn't like one of these scumbags, like, did he ever, did you ever, did he ever say anything about going up and some masses for anything? No. So as far as you know, he was getting his stuff from the stone area. So. You have any idea? Just from where he said me. Have you bought any pills since this last batch you bought? My the remind myself that you said I mean you're for real, right? Like I'm not getting other people in trouble, like saying other things. Right? Like, no, no, my, my friend Octavia, the one who Carlos? No no no. The the, the lady who I 
loan money to for her rent. She uh has no car even. She actually she just gave me some of her shit from also Well, she knows all the crap that me getting laid off. Did she know she, she? She I never gave she never worked with like that like that. She's she's like a sweet little So when you were hanging out with Rishi's house, did you say there was a lot of people that were coming? Would he sell right in front of you? Where did he where did he keep the pills? Dependent. Sometimes they he'd have them just in his pocket, sometimes he'd have them. Like in a bottle? Or they're just free, free floating? In no, they're usually like in a bag, like a small like mini Ziploc. Kind of bag, like. Did you ever see any like gallon size bags, ziploc bags? But he kept his pills sticking in little small ziploc bags. That's how he sold them. Did you ever go with him when he was selling other people? You were never around, like outside of his house, and he made any other, never made any transactions. He almost always wanted people to come to him. It was rare for him to get him to come. And you're you're almost a hundred percent positive about this dude sleeping on Rishi's floor on Friday. When you were over at his house. Friday? Yeah, you told me initially that you went to Rishi's house on Friday. And that there was a guy, a white male, sleeping yeah. on the couch or the floor. He was the guy, that guy was always sleeping like on the floor on what looked like Callie's bed. Can you describe? Have you and you seen him there before? You ever talked to him? So what's up? No name. Vehicle. He's the one that I thought drove the white. So he was always sleeping on the floor. 
Did Rishi ever say who this dude was? Or what he was doing there? I never really asked. He just said he was my boy. So if the dude said all boys and gossip on boys. I do remember asking one morning where smoke I was outside smoking. And he came outside and he was leaving. That's the only time I ever actually talked to him. He said, what's up? And he asked what I did for a living. And I told him I was at 19. I asked what he did, and he said, he's like, oh, I don't really do anything. I'm like, I'm, I'm like a handyman. He said, I don't have a real, a real gig. I do like handyman work. And you never, where where does Rishi keep his money and stuff, do you know? He was really secret, like, secret about his bedroom area. Like, I probably only went into his bedroom with him twice out of the where was his million bedroom? times. You know, like, we walk into his, like, the basement is just, it's just a back, uh-huh. right? The bathroom is here, the bedroom is there. That's where he kept his stuff? I think that's where, I mean, usually when I, whenever I went there, he usually, I mean, he would go, he'd run into the bedroom, usually for cash to give change. He usually, like, he, he'd always ask beforehand, like, what I wanted, mm-hmm. or just say, like, we'd usually discuss it prior to prior. You know, so I know how much money to take out. Did you take anything today? Blues? No. Okay. That's you're honest. You're right. You didn't say that. You haven't taken anything. So no. I took methadone and I took I took a few of my yeah my ten. Like how long ago? Hours ago, earlier. How many? How many hours? Pills. I took pills. I took three tens. Like so. I don't know what time. Is it? Five. Maybe.
What, you took a methadone pill? Yeah. Or, the met- the, or the drink? My methadone is hard pills. Okay. You don't need to go to the restroom, sir. When did you last eat? You're not hungry? You want a candy bar? No, I'm more just worried about my wife freaking out and being worried. You want a car? You sure you don't want something to eat? It might be a little bit. I can get you a candy bar or something. Alright. Well, if you change your mind, if you gotta use the bathroom, let me know too. Alright? She. What? She doesn't like answering. Like random numbers. Oh boy, salad monkey. Any diet you do? Okay, they want to do, and they want to do like a rule swab to rule me out. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm okay with doing it, but I don't know if you told me I should, I don't know. I don't want you to freak out. I don't know. I mean, like, I disclosed a lot of crap to them because, you know, they said that it's for research or you know. Understood? Okay. Alright. Um it she said it might he said that it might be a while, so I don't can you order something? Can I let I'm I'm just answer answer if I call on the if a weird number calls and if this number calls back, okay?
Were you born in the USS? Your parents? My mom is uh, Chinese from Thailand. Okay. My dad met her there when he was in Vietnam for the Air Force. When he was where? In Vietnam for Air Force. Oh, okay. So he was stationed in Thailand. Okay, so you're a military brat? No. So all I want to do is two Q-tips. I just go on the inside of both of your cheeks. So like normal no, rollers. You're fine. Is your mouth dry? Yeah. You can drink some water. Famous. It's fucking weird, but I'm actually. I'm glad that you had me come so I could get all of that shit. Why would you mess up her life? So she was going to get pills for him to sell. Basically. Gotcha. And then since his dumbass got thrown in jail mm. and wanted the like best lawyer and whatever. Have you guys gone to visit him in jail? I went to visit him with Kayla. 
first month that you married. And he he called me. I mean, we are we're actually kind of like kind of like we were friends. I mean, it wasn't strictly drug relationship because he knew my father in law and I'm sure you don't want a candle. You you said you never had a burner phone. Do you have? Do you know any of? Was that the so the number that Rishi had that his personal phone, for lack of better terms, and then that burner phone? Were those the only two numbers that you've ever had for him? Do you know if he had more than one burner phone? And do you know why? I'm pretty sure he got that burner phone. Like right when I met him. And do you know why he would? I guess were you ever inquisitive to ask when he would say, "Hey man, just call me on my burner phone," or "Hey man, just call me on my personal phone." Did you ever figure out what that was all about? I mean, is he a paranoid dude? Sometimes he acted paranoid, but not. I wouldn't say he was always paranoid. He seemed like he. I, I don't. I don't know why he got or if he had a burner phone before. I know, but when I first met him, his regular iPhone is the original number that he gave me, and we started talking through. And then he got it. He bought a burner phone, and that's when he started pretty much saying, you know, talk to me through this phone. And then when he started working, he stopped using the burner phone, really, and started hitting me up from his regular phone. But then his regular phone was fucked up, his iPhone died, whatever he said, it was broken, but we went to the Apple store and got was he also using a, uh, an iPod or an iPod, an iPad? Yeah, he was always using his iPad to check his stocks. That was his like big thing that he was always doing. Check what about Facebook Messenger? Also, I'm not sure. I wasn't a big Facebooker. The, yeah. the only person that I Facebook messaged me was Caitlin. She had no phone when she shared a job. She had no, she was, she had a iPad that she was pretty much how she, she was to be with people. Mm-hmm. And then she 
started using Cherokee style in Germany as well. Does Jeremy call you some job? I think that was him who was calling last when you guys started before he took my phone. Oh, yeah. That Vienna number at 65. 662? So like yeah, so. That was Jeremy? I think that's the deal. But apparently it costs a lot to call me, so I'm going to fly for it. Oh, really? He said it costs like 50 cents a minute. 50 cents a minute? Yeah. Because like, he used to call me like 21st of the day, he used to call me often. That's expensive. Do you know much about his uh, sister-in-law, ex-sister-in-law? You never met her before?
Where the rebels are, I see. They're a little scary. Coming out. Oh, which way did you come out, Tolo? It was back to a scary road coming up. Oh, the Shreve Hill Road? Yeah. The one on the Yeah. I feel stupid that it's gonna be that long for you out like fucking Lonnie's name that was Lonnie's name. Lonnie Judd or whatever, I just don't know. That's all I said. The Angelus? Yeah. Little things. See what he's out of him. Say Where was he? We can't disclose any of information. Why do you ask? I just can't imagine. I can't stop thinking about Where did you typically hang out downstairs when you were there? Like that little coffee table thing. Did you ever go in the back room where the weight set was? Well, you you told me that I guess that whenever he opened that door, it smelled like weed. Oh, weed, yeah. Yeah. I never, I, 
I was in a good Cali once. Is that where you kept her? No, she didn't swallow. Like, she, that door was always closed. And it was open for work out there. She, Cali went in there. And I'm like, he said we go back to Cali and get her. You said the yeah, rest, I, I, yeah, I stopped smoking weed years ago. And uh, when I went in there to Cali, I mean, it's like three days. Did you see it? No. Rear shoot is always just a little slow. Type, yeah, cheese thing, type things. Oh, is it smoking THC oil? Yeah, I guess. That's something you do to every every Wednesday night. You go to DC. He asked me to go with the ones because I never, I never went. Are you taking Jeremy and Caitlin to that old lady's house a couple times? Who do you think would know who this supplier was? I honestly thought that if anyone would know, it would be Jeremy. Or be Caitlin. Was he that much closer to them than he was with I mean, he knew them for years. Him and I got tight because we, I guess, we, he said that was. <laughs> That's one of the only, he's the only guy who was also an IT guy. So you think Caitlin would know? I thought she would know, but she said that she just remembered some scary looking guy with. 
she burned out. They all burned out drunks usually. So I mean, if you were to call and ask her who the supplier was, and ask her to give me I asked her. I, 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 I asked if she knew, and she said she had no. She said she didn't. She didn't. Would Jeremy know? I thought. I thought he would, but. She's. I mean. I would have thought that if you talked to him, he would have told you. Do you think Rishi's been using the same supplier for a while? I think it was always, since I've known him, I think it was always the same guy. Now, while I was there, I mean, he always, he was always, whenever he told, told me, he was always coming to meet him late at night, later at night. That's what Lucy always told me. Yeah, because he would always meet the guy at home. Well, that's, that's when he would call me. Say, you know, I just picked up if you don't want to come all the way out to my house tomorrow or whatever, you can meet me at the hotel. And the very occasionally he would swing by my house, go with the extra 10 minutes out of his way. Oh, Lucian would stop by your house? Yeah, very, very infrequent. But you don't know was, where he's coming from. You met him at the hotel. You don't know if he's coming from Sterling or if he's coming from Fairfax. If he's coming from Fairfax, he probably just sitting at your house, right? Yeah, because he said Friday was going to look at another, would be going a little out of, out of his way. So he'd be going up 28. Was helping him. He wanted to get home and chill. He didn't like running around. You don't know what he was going to Home Depot for on Monday? Have you ever gone to Home Depot with him? When you didn't go with him on Monday, I said. No. I was going to hang out with him, sure. Did, did he, did you leave Rishi's house before he left Home Depot, or did you guys leave at the same time? I left his house before. Do you know if that's where he was going when he left his house? Or was he going to meet his dad? From what he said in the car while they're waiting for Carlos, 
He like he changed his mind in the middle of it. Who knows? Rishi changed his mind because we were first gonna go get some box, some brown box. Do you have the nickname for Rishi? Or Rishi? On my phone? No, like when you're talking about. Well, you you got a nickname right now, or just call it Rishi? Our dog, Rishi. Our dog. That's what you call him. Like when you're referring to that. No, I would I say Rishi. I would say. No. Would you say I don't that? think I would ever say the only person that I ever said his name to was my wife. What Rishi? Yeah. Like I, I would. Like Zermani, I don't even think I'd say. I'd just say my boy. I would never, I'd never give his name. So you don't know what was in the box? Then no. He said he was just Him and Carlos were talking about it. I was, I was too focused on job hunting. I was scrolling through LinkedIn and Monster. No, I blew my first tech card interview. Uh, See your phone. Your text. I texted you. Yeah, I wrote it back. You did? Yeah. So you. Well, when you refer to Rishi, you know, just said Rishi. You know, like, when the hell, you said something about Argon, when did you call him Argon? I just, how I had his. Oh, you got him saved as Argon. Yeah, his burner. He saved his Argon. It's real fun. It's appreciated. Okay. Yeah? I'm thinking of anything. Yeah. Random that pops in my head. Where did Ronnie go? What kind of stuff is he going into? Ronnie is someone who I also like. So I used my father-in-law and I used to be very close, and uh, shoot, my father. Came out. Uh, basically, my brother told my best friend and very few people for Satan's that my dad had molested him when he was little. And my best friend told my wife and me. She was, he was worried about our kids. Asked our kids, all this crap happened. When I talked to my father in law about it, he like got really weird and distant on me. And uh, I don't know why, but that's when Ronnie and I, for some reason, my father in law talked to Ronnie about it, and then Ronnie reached out to me. And that's how Ronnie and I became. Friends, we started talking at all. It was because of that. 
he stopped. I don't know how long it's got weird and stop kind of being present and talking crap about Ronnie yeah. or whatever. mind that my old co-worker was old high school friend of them and my wife's best friend who sister was like good friends of them in high school. Is your wife work? No, she's been a stay-at-home mom for since our oldest son was born. So are you on a family right now? Yeah, my mom's up. You said no awkward jobs? I've had a couple, so I got two more at one tomorrow afternoon. There's, there's so many, but there's so hard to follow. Like my, my last job was we moved to Herndon because I used to commute from Gainesville Titans for 10 years. That sucked. And then I got a job at Marty Drake. What were you doing on Orange? The manager of Davis Center Services. That's for, like, they like the, the oldest IT training companies. How many data centers on here are hiring? Not, like, the role I am is, like, I'm kind of jack of all trades, network systems guy. I mean, I'm kind of being picky too. I mean, so many I wish I saw the writing on the walls and when I first joined that company. They cut my team in half. My boss quit a year into it. He'd been there for like 12 years. What company was that? For Learning Tree. Uh, what company did you just get laid off from? Learning Tree. Learning Tree? Yeah. And you were there for how many years? Two. Two years. It would have been two March first. Oh, they just downsizing? Or is that what they told you? I mean, that's what they did when I first joined is they cut pretty much one person from every department. And uh they made a pretty good money. One fifteen? A year? They're so like it's just they're hard to they're all like Linux and Unix is one thing that I'm not proficient in. And that was actually something something Rishi was skilled better than me at. Where does he get his knowledge of computers? Well, He worked for uh, I can't remember the company. But it was when his brother, he said when his brother OD'd is when he stopped 
He said he couldn't work anymore. And he felt he felt responsible because this is so twisted. So Jeremy Jeremy and his brother were both like going through withdrawal at the same time. And Jeremy kept blowing up Rishi, asking Rishi to go get him some dope. And I guess this this is when. So Jeremy kept blowing him up and Rishi told me that he finally came and went. And he's the one who like gave Jeremy and his brother the dope and he didn't know that his brother was shooting, I guess, so he, like, felt responsible for his brother's death. Oh, so Rishi gave his brother the same dose? Did this Rishi know that for sure? He says he knows, he said this. So, I was one of the only people he said he never told us to, except his dad. What happened at Fairfax? I don't remember. Does Jeremy know that? I don't know. Jeremy wasn't shooting it, or he was telling it. Where do you buy that stuff at? I don't know. I have no idea where Did Rishi do heroin? Yeah, back then he did, but not. Recently, not since I know, he said he stopped when his brother died. And he switched out of the pills? Did your wife of your spouse, sir? Yeah, she all kinds of fucking horrible things happened. She was she died? How long ago was that? When we were in Centerville. Oh, did you have kids at the time? Yeah, we just had our third son.
Oh, there's alcohol, so here. <laughs> 